when you get this stuff right, your Amazon business, it can literally triple your profitability overnight. Welcome to the Post Purchase Pro Podcast. This is the only podcast that dives deep into post-purchase marketing to help Amazon sellers increase sales, ranking, reviews, and profits. It's everything that happens after the initial sale that makes a difference. We call this the back end. This is the Post-Purchase Pro Podcast, episode 20. Welcome, guys, to another episode of the Post-Purchase Pro Podcast. Super excited to be here again talking to you about how to make more profit on Amazon. And today, we're going to be talking about something that most Amazon sellers never even think about. We're going to be talking about selling more um, in the terms of upsells, cross-sells, downsells, and then continuity. And, and Amazon sellers normally think in terms of product listings and things like that. But really, um, the way that you create value for your customer and that you make more money per customer is by doing these things. So I'm just going to walk through each one of these and we'll jump into it, Sean. So an upsell is a bigger or better version of the exact same thing that you're already selling. And we're gonna get some, into some examples here in a minute. Just gonna give you the high level definition. A cross sell is a complementing product that can enhance the product of the first product that you sold them, right? A down sell would be a cheaper or smaller option or a stripped down version of the same product. And then a continuity, it's pretty obvious, but it's a membership or subscription um, you know, that typically would be billed monthly or in a recurring method. So we're going to jump into how each one of these can help you grow your Amazon business because no, um, a lot of sellers are just plain ignoring this. Yeah. Uh, welcome, everyone. Today is going to be a, a quick, short episode. Uh, Seth and I just finished yesterday our annual retreat where we host these other amazing entrepreneurs from all over the world. Man, we are cooked from it. Uh, three days of intense sharing. And you know what, Seth? Um, I'm so thankful, man, that we have the opportunity to be in a position where in this type of business, this Amazon third-party selling, the sky truly is the limit. And, and really, our sales and our profitability is limited to the amount that we can grow and, and, and share with others, you know? And, and as we add to our arsenal of tactics, you know, like over the weekend, it was just amazing of, of all the information that was shared there. And, you know, really, it humbles me, Seth, to be a part of that and, you know, to have access to such such brilliant minds in our industry. And it makes you start thinking. So uh, that's why you and I uh, decided to talk about upsells and cross-sells, because like you said, Seth, most Amazon sellers, it's not even on your radar because you're just focused on grabbing that initial order. So if you think about something like McDonald's, for example, which is in America, at least we're all super familiar with. If you think about like a double or talk about the um, a hamburger at McDonald's, Seth, you know, a simple hamburger, yeah. an upsell could be a double hamburger with cheese or a double cheeseburger. OK, a cross sale, like you said, something that would enhance the experience is adding French fries and a soft drink. A downsell maybe is like a junior size hamburger, a kid size hamburger. And continuity at McDonald's can be just as simple as, hey, download the McDonald's app. Let us send you coupons and offers for free food and discounts. You know, you don't have to overthink this, but it's it's very, very important when you understand this type of thing that you implement that in your business. Now, of course, Seth, uh, Amazon sellers are not really thinking about this because why? 
Right. Well, I mean, because it takes a customer list or it takes a way to engage that customer. And so where this becomes like really important is when you're building out your product line. You can think in terms of upsells, cross-sells, downsells, and continuity. So if you can <clears throat> serve the same person in all of those different ways, <clears throat> you can make each one of your customers that you're acquiring on Amazon more profitable. But like you said, John, you have to have a way to engage them. And, you know, once you are able to engage them, <clears throat> excuse me, outside of Amazon, uh, you end up with a customer list that you can tap into. But if you can just start thinking of uh, building your product line in, if I have my core offering, what could be a better version of that that I could charge a premium price for? Because that would be serving the same customer in a better or more advanced way. And then the same would be true. That same customer might want a cheaper alternative. Um, and then and then how can I support that customer ongoing? So as you're building out your product line, we've done this um, a lot in our business, Sean. We have approached that same process of building out a brand line, but approached it with all of these facets. And then we're able to sell back to that same customer. Exactly. Of course, uh, Seth, you and I have always been huge proponents of building a customer list. That is the true value in any business, no matter what industry you're in, because a list set gives you options. A list has actual cash value and you can leverage a list in so many different ways. In my past businesses, when we did direct response, it was all about the list. Like, hey, can you run this to your list? Or, hey, can you rent me your list? Or can you run a list that, that you know, in the same sort of niche or category? It's all about the list. Really, if you have the offer, if you have the product or service and you have the offer, the next thing you need is a list. And when you get this stuff right in your Amazon business, it can literally triple your profitability overnight. I can't tell you how many times we've seen this happen. If you don't have a list of customers who already know, like, and trust you, have already been exposed to you and your brand, you are literally depending on the whims of the so-called Amazon gods to send you enough traffic to support your business. Think about that. Seth? Yep. And then let's just, you know, quickly define how simple a customer list could be. It can be a list of emails of your customers that have purchased from you. It could be a list of phone numbers that are, uh, you know, from your, of your customers that have purchased from you. So you could text them, for instance, or send them an email. It's really, um, it boils down to, is there a way that you can contact your customers and then offer them the different offerings in your brand line? So for instance, you know, if you could reach out and sell them, a more advanced version or an upsell of what they already purchased from you through an email, which would be really simple. Just send an email saying, hey, you know, you love the standard version. Would you like the advanced version? That process has literally created millions and millions of dollars of sales for us on Amazon. And we do this stuff all the time. Yeah. Um, Amazon, for one, Seth, as you know, Amazon uses cross sales. You know, the little uh, part of the screen that says frequently bought together or customers who bought this also purchased this. Well, that's just nothing but a cross sale and an upsell or those that says, you know, add these three items to your cart. I just did that this morning, you know, so Amazon already knows the importance of it. The downside is Seth, that they're not sharing the customer data. So it is up to you as an Amazon seller to take control of that portion of your business and start creating the customer list. And I'll often get into a small, we'll just call it a disagreement with some of our clients in Post-Purchase Pro. And I'll say, your list has a value of X. 
And, and often our clients will go, what makes you think my list is worth $10,000? I only have, you know, 5,000 names on my list. How is that worth $10,000 as an asset to my business? I said, I'll tell you what, would you sell me your list for $10,000? Well, no, no, I wouldn't do that. Well, of course. Then you just admitted to me right there, Seth, that your list is worth $10,000. So stop discounting this because it truly is important and it truly is possible. You have to start small, of course. People are not just going to start throwing their names at you and giving you their emails and phone numbers without you asking it, Seth. So what's the easiest way for folks to get started right now today to start growing a list? Right. So the easiest way is to do a process called email appends, right? So if you guys aren't familiar with this process, well, it's basically where you use data matching to associate an email to the order information that you're collecting from Amazon. And I know a lot of you guys would say, well, um, Amazon doesn't provide hardly any information anymore. And it's right. That's true. But it means that they don't provide it to you. You don't have access to that in your account, but it's still there. Amazon still has it. You just have to have the right way to get it. So um, there are ways that you can get that information out of Amazon using API connections. Um, and actually, um, you know, if you can still pull that information out of Amazon and then match a real email to every single order that you've taken on Amazon, that's the fastest way to build a list. And that's the easiest way to build a list. And then imagine what you could do with a real list of your customers. You can sell them in all the ways that we just described. You can launch your products to that list. You can use it to rank your products. You can use it to re-rank your products. Like it gives you a lot of flexibility, especially when Amazon's clamping down on all of these strategies that we all knew were a shortcut, like rebates and, and things that are literally now Amazon's coming out and saying, you cannot do this because it's basically skipping the step of acquiring a real customer. So you can have a real list of your customers and sell to them in a real way and make profit. Sean? Without a customer list, Seth, then Amazon sellers have one single customer. You have one customer and that's Amazon. Imagine opening any business or a store, bricks and mortar, or even an online service and having just one single customer, you build your entire business around that one customer. If you put it like that, Seth, it's it's crazy. It's ludicrous, right? If you are interested in getting email append started, we do have a way to help you do that. All right. If you're interested only for serious, serious sellers out there, feel free to send us an email to CS for customer support at postpurchasepro.com. You can see it in the show notes uh, in this podcast or in this uh, video on YouTube or Facebook. But CS for customer support at postpurchasepro.com and ask about email appends. We'll send you some more details about that. They're not free, and this may come as a shocker to you, Seth, but not every one of your customers want to hear from you. Yeah. Most of your customers will probably unsubscribe, but those are not the customers that we sell to, are they? No, 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 no. We sell to the customers who know, like, and trust you, who look forward to receiving your messages, and who are excited to take advantage of the offers that you send in the list. So don't get hung up on this whole thing. If my list is too small, my customers are going to be annoyed. My customers are going to unsubscribe. Good. As a matter of fact, put your unsubscribe link all the way at the top of your first few emails and get them the heck off your list if they don't want to hear from you. Any final thoughts, Seth? 
Yeah, I mean, I think you you kind of nailed it there with um, how important a customer list is. If you if you guys want to jump into that, you can email us and we'll help you out with some of that stuff. Um, but think about the flexibility it gives you in this environment where basically Amazon is turning off kind of the easy button. You have to build a real list. You have to build a real business. And this is like the same stuff that really big businesses do anyways. It's just you have to play the game a little bit differently because we're using Amazon as our channel, right? So you just have to, you know, you know, take a little bit more time, put in a little bit more effort, but you can do the same strategies that the big businesses do that are running real businesses, right? So um, that's my final thought, Sean. Anything else to add? Of course, don't let Amazon be your only customer, uh, folks. This is Post-Purchase Pro Podcast. This has been episode 20, how to increase an Amazon customer's average order value and lifetime value with upsells, cross-sells, downsells, and continuity. I encourage you to follow us. Look us up on YouTube. Just search for Post-Purchase Pro. Uh, we're posting videos on YouTube as well as Facebook. Go ahead, like, follow, drop a comment. Let us know how you like the content or if you don't like it at all. doesn't matter. We want to hear from you. Until next week, Seth, take care. We'll see you all later. See you guys.